Today's Local Lady podcast is brought to you by Brown Sugar Coffee Roastery. Make sure you go like Brown Sugar on Facebook. They have many different events coming up, like on October 18th, they're having an event unplugged with live music performed by local musicians uh, with the sign-up. They have drink specials every week and all kinds of new events going on, so make sure you go like them on Facebook and keep up with all of the activities going on at Brown Sugar. Hello, Riverton and Fremont County. This is Bethany Baldus with the Local Ladies Podcast with Episode 11. Today, I'm joined with Kelly and Riley from Help for Health, um, our local hospice and home service nonprofit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so how are you guys doing today? We're doing well. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Yes, thank you. And you guys have a big event coming up here soon, right? We do. It is November 2nd. It's our Denim and Diamonds. It's our big fundraiser to help um, raise money for the cost of hospice. We have patients that can't afford to be in our hospice home or hospice services. Um, Medicare and Medicaid do not pay room and board. They don't pay full costs of things. Regular insurance doesn't pay the full cost of things. So these fundraisers help make up that difference. And uh, for folks that can't afford their room and board and those kinds of things, these, this kind of fundraiser helps offset what they can't afford to pay. Very good. Um, and so that will be November, I did have It's November 2nd at St. Margaret's at okay. 6 p.m. All right, perfect. So we'll go into that a little bit more in a bit. But first, what is hospice and what do you guys do in your facility? So um, hospice is a, a philosophy of care. However, Help for Health has been around Fremont County for quite a while. Um, forgive me, I don't remember all of the dates, but we actually started with a bus that was taking cancer patients to and from Fremont County area to Casper to receive their cancer treatment. Um, we, we've had the bus for a very long time. Unfortunately, it recently has stopped and discontinued due to funding. Um, but aside from that, Help for Health was the heart of a um, resident, Mary Neal, here in Fremont County. Uh, she had been with a friend who had just had... Um, a really awful experience in her passing. She was alone, afraid, and in pain. Um, and Mary decided that she never wanted anybody else in Fremont County to have to go through that. Uh, so she approached a, a group of board members. Um, and forgive me, I don't remember all of them at this point. Uh, we still have some with us today, Mary Margaret Stockton. Um, there was a lot of other ones that's been helpful throughout the years as well. Uh, but they got together as a group, and they decided that they were going to try and raise the funds for a facility so that no other Fremont County resident had to be alone in pain or afraid during that time, um, during that journey. So they started raising funds, um, and forgive me, Mary Margaret can tell this story much better. <laughs> it's so heartwarming when she tells it. Um, but as I recall, they would start raising funds, and every time they would go to the the builders and say, okay, we have the funds, the cost of the building would go up, you know, a little bit more, thousands more. So they would go back out and every fundraising there was that could be done. I remember even young when I was younger as a kid, I would see fundraising for them and different things going on. Um, so they proposed to try and have a 1% capital sales tax in Fremont County. Um, and if I remember correctly, they shared it with the Lander Library. They were trying to do some renovations as well. 
So they they did get the 1% capital sales tax to build the facility. I believe that passed in 2006. So our building has been up and running as a hospice facility and patient facility since 2009. Um, we have a small eight-bed facility. It has 24-hour nursing care and CNA care. We have one registered nurse, and depending on our patient census, two certified nurses' aides. Um, so no more than eight patients. That's a pretty good staff-to-patient ratio for uh, a facility such as that. We also provide hospice care to all of Fremont County residents. Um, the Wind River Indian Reservation, Dubois, Shoshone, um, all Jeffrey City, all of our little surrounding. We're a huge community. Uh, we want anybody to be comfortable in their own home, long-term care facility, or wherever it is that they call home. We bring the hospice philosophy of care to them. Um, and for those of you who don't know what hospice is, that is end-of-life comfort care. It's to help make sure that they're comfortable managing symptoms, whether it's pain, nausea, anxiety, um, those type of things. We want to make sure that they're, they're comfortable. Uh, hospice doesn't do anything life-extending or life-prolonging, but we want to make sure that they manage the symptoms. Uh, so it, it's kind of a, a whole philosophy of care. We're managing um, the social worker offers some emotional support to families. We have a chaplain who offers spiritual guidance, or we contact um, outside sources as well to help. Um, we care for a person as a whole. I kind of joke, once I started at Help for Health, we have four horses, and I always wondered what they were for. I'm like, well, that's kind of odd, horses. Uh, but as I, I learned, they they kind of represent the, the person as a whole, the psychosocial aspect of a person the emotional aspect of a person, the social aspect, and of course, the physical aspect of an individual at their end of life journey. Um, so it's kind of really neat seeing our logo for Help for Health and just knowing what the, they kind of stand for, what we make them represent. Sure. Um, it's just a really amazing thing. So we've been serving Fremont County with our inpatient facility and, and we've since, um, we have home services now as a non-medical home services. Um, our, our mission is to honor our commitment to serve our community one person at a time. And throughout the years, we've been just working on ways to do that. Um, in 2016, we started the non-medical home services. It's for individuals who want to stay independent in their own home, who are just re requiring a little bit of assistance with, you know, light housekeeping, transportation to, to and from physical therapy, um, to and from those doctor's appointments that they can't get to all the time. Uh, meal preparation, that's a big thing, helping with nutrition, things like that. Um, so we have bonded and insured personal aides who can go out and help with those type of things. Unfortunately, it is one of those things where Medicare Medicaid do not recognize that. So it is an out-of-pocket cost. Um, but, you know, we're continuing to try and, and find ways to help our community. We also are running the Tough Enough to Help Cancer Fund. Mm -hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, it is a scholarship fund. It's one time per calendar year. Um, it is $800 for individuals who are actively undergoing cancer treatment. Um, it helps with like household utilities, um, travel expenses to and from their treatments, um, pretty much anything non-medical again. Being in central Wyoming is very hard for that kind of treatment and just the cost I can only imagine just Absolutely. drive up. So that's... Absolutely. We have a beautiful state-of-the-art facility over there in Landy, Lander, excuse me, with Rocky Mountain Oncology. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there, there is lots of traveling for other things, PET scans, all, the, all that stuff. So 
Um, and that's actually ran by the the community members of Fremont County. It, it's direct donation. There's no grants, no funding, no no corporation out south helping us. We we are who we are here. You know, it's so amazing to me, and it's a great place to point out, like that all of this started from one person's dream, and how many things um, in Riverton that we have, and in Fremont County that we have, that really come from one person's drive, and um, just how important the individual is, and then finding the team around them. And so I think that that's, it's such a beautiful, um, I I had um, Eagles Hope in here a couple weeks ago, and it's the same kind of thing, like it started from somebody's pain, and they were Mm -hmm. able to turn it into a beautiful, benefit to our community and so I just I I, just to hear you talk about hospice like it's so beautiful just the way you talk about it that you can tell that it's been formed out of love and for the right reasons so absolutely it's really an amazing thing and it's you know the the community members are so amazing they're the ones that we built this you know Mm -hmm. it it wasn't somebody out you know in another town or another state or something telling us we're going to do this it was us the community members of Fremont County and that's who we're here to serve and um, it's important that we keep it viable for many years to come so each individual can get the care that they need and deserve at end of life, absolutely. Yep. Um, so to keep it viable, what are I know that um, you guys are probably always looking for different kinds of um, community support. What are some things, like some basic things that different community members can do? Sure. There are so many opportunities with Help for Health as far as community support. Um, you know, anything from hand-holding to helping with fundraising. You know, sometimes, you know, hand-holding and being in with a, a patient just isn't something that you're comfortable with. It it can be a scary time. It can also be a very fragile time. Um, but we have so many opportunities, you know, baking. We, we have an eight-bed facility up there. People like to smell the fresh-baked goodies. Um, they like to have homemade stew, those type of things. If that's something you're good at, we can always use volunteers to come in and bake or cook for our patients, um, somebody to read them a book. We started a new program, and and it just depends, of course, on our, our clientele, but we like to do life-reflecting letters. So if you like to write, if you like to play music, there's always so many opportunities up there. Um, of course, as Kelly said earlier, we have our big fundraising event coming up. Um, it, it really is a, a community support thing. We need all the help we can get. Um, e- even so much as just answering phones, if that's something you're good at, we, we always need extra support and extra help. Um, so there, there's always that. And if, you, if you're not comfortable with that, you know, we, we can always use some kind of donation or if you're good at painting the fence to help keep the place <laughs> looking beautiful, you know, it's, it just takes a, all of us to make it go around and make it be viable and beautiful for their many time and many people to come. So if somebody wanted to volunteer, do they um, just call up there, show up? Like, what's kind of the protocol? You know, they can call, they can show up, whatever works for them. Um, Kim Smith is our volunteer coordinator right now. Uh, she can be reached at 307-856-1206. Um, but it our door is always open and everybody's always welcome. If you know, if you're feeling like you'd like to do something or um, your heart is in the place to give, just come on in. We'll stop by and see what we have for you that day. Or if there's something coming up, we'll get you set up with that as well. I thought it, um, when my grandma was in there, I thought it was so phenomenal how peaceful the building is and the rooms are so nice. Like after, 
two weeks in the hospital and then coming over there was just, it's amazing to see like the love and care that um, your facility is able to share with um, people as they're, as they're moving on. So it really, I think that, um, I think people should go volunteer if for no other reason, but to see the absolute amazing um, facility that you guys are running up there. So you know, and a, a lot of community members, you know, even though we've been here a long time and we were built from the heart of the community, um, and they don't recognize that, that we're here. They don't realize what we do. Um, I'd encourage anybody that would like to come take a tour of our facility. I'm, I'm around all the time. I'd love to show you the beautiful facility, tell you about all the wonderful things we do. Um, you can stop by anytime. The nurses would be happy to give tours. Um, anything like that, if you think that you have somebody that might need that service, feel free to stop by. You know, I, I, I make a joke about the gym, and I think it's actually very true for this as well. The heaviest weight in the gym is the front door, and it's the same way with volunteering. The hardest part of volunteering is opening the front door and just going and saying, I'm here to volunteer. So um, just like having people come in like it, you're never going to be looked at in a weird way like just go help mm -hmm. <laughs> so there's always something for someone yeah. so um so with your guys's um event coming up uh do you guys have like silent auction and that kind of stuff like kind of what's the layout for the evening uh yes we do we have um for those that have attended before we thank you um it's usually pretty highly attended and sold out normally. So get your tickets now. Get them now. <laughs> <laughs> and the tickets are $45 this year. And we're going to be, um, last year we had some hors d'oeuvres and this year we're doing a pulled pork, Ooh. little sliders and some coleslaw and um, a baked potato bar. Those um, are awesome. Those are awesome. <laughs> so we're excited I, to. I, my cousin had one at a wedding a few years ago and it, they're amazing. Good choice. Yes. yes. <laughs> We don't want anybody to go away hungry. Um, so that's what the food is. But yes, there is the silent auction. So if you have anything you want to donate, if you're a business and you want to donate some unique items, um, especially because we have so many wonderful organizations that do silent auctions and live auctions, um, we'd like to have something a little exciting and different that some we may not have seen at some of the other events this year already. And then we also have a live auction. And Barcode 307 will be playing throughout the night. For Their drummer is really awesome. He's they my are neighbor. very good. <laughs> <laughs> and they have supported Help for Health for years, so they are wonderful. Um, there's going to be some fun little games that go on. We had a family member of one of our patients donate um, jewelry that they melt down and make into one of our horses mm. for the logo. This will be the number the fourth year, so it'll be number four. Oh. And so it's very special because though that gold comes from the heart of somebody every time, yeah. whether it be a family member, um, somebody who's had some affiliation with Help for Health has donated that gold to go into that. And mm. each piece is original, has little diamonds in it. And, and so we generally uh, sell roses and so the guys like to buy their roses to give to the ladies and that puts their name in it well their ticket basically in a in a bowl and we have it drawn and that's who wins that necklace oh wow so things like that that's that's tradition and I know we've got a fire pit coming and a unique table um last year we had a live a, a person-sized Jenga game oh. <laughs> and we awesome. had one person by the fire pit the Jenga game I think he got the booze basket too so he's, <laughs> he's had a great year <laughs> I think my dad donated a uh, um, 
planter last year too, I believe. Oh yes. 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 Yep. Yep. So I, I mean, and that's so anybody's hands work, anything is welcome. Right. So, right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a fun event. People have a nice time. Mm-hmm. So we encourage everybody to come on out. And if you're not one that can afford to, um, buy anything we've got all ends of the spectrum on the silent auction the live auction or the bigger things and if you're just not one that can really afford that don't stay home come on out get tickets 45 dollars and you can still come out and enjoy a fun evening um and you can donate ten dollars or maybe the ticket is all somebody can do and that is fantastic we'd we'd like you to come out and and experience the event very good well that sounds like a lot of fun so Make sure you guys get your tickets early. Where did you say it was at again? It's going to be St. Margaret's Gym November 2nd at 6 p.m. So I'm just going to echo what Kelly said. Uh, The event is a fabulous time for um, everybody. I always enjoy it. We're super excited this year. You know, good old Wyoming weather usually brings snow. Um, And who wants to be walking in the sidewalk with high heels on? So this year (laughs) we're going to be doing valet parking for our guests. Um, we're super excited about that. It'll it'll be a little bit of fun, and all the pretty ladies won't be having to walk in their high heels on the icy sidewalks. So, so speaking of that, the dress code then is it pretty nice dress or Wyoming tux? <laughs> <laughs> so it's denim and diamonds. So you know, if the the gentlemen want to wear some denims and the ladies want to dress up, you know, we don't have a lot of occasions to dress up around right. <laughs> here. So I'd encourage everybody to wear whatever you're comfortable in. Um, but it'll it'll be a lot of fun. And now you don't have to be worried about wearing the heels because you will have right. a ballet. That's right. <laughs> it could, this could possibly be the first ballet in Riverton history. <laughs> yeah. I'm super excited about it. I always give my husband a bad time. I'm like, I'm not going because I can't wear high heels because it's snowing. <laughs> so I'm super excited about it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. It's really awesome. Um, so, and we're going to have some of the injury prevention staff helping us out. Um, some of the firefighters, they're going to be the valet parkers. So you know that they're, you know, reliable and independent. And Tips you can and sh- donations appreciated. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, more importantly, you can trust them with your vehicle. Yes. <laughs> so that, yes. That's a good, well, good point. <laughs> if you can't trust a firefighter. Right. Yeah, you're just in trouble. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah. So besides the actual um, facility, what other kinds of programs do you guys have? Uh, So we talked a little bit about home services and the Tough Enough. Um, One of the other things that we've been doing recently um, is we are providing a foot clinic to residents around Fremont County. Um, We staff a registered nurse that can help with individuals who are on anticoagulated medications or also known as blunt thitters, um, and also for clients who are diabetic. Um, So we do a foot clinic in Riverton, Lander, and Shoshone Senior Centers. Um, and I don't have those schedules just right off the top of my head, but you can call your local senior center and they can tell you the times and dates and um, get y'all set up with that. It is a a $15 minimum donation, Um, but we're super excited to be able to provide that to the community. Um, We stay super busy, so (laughs) (laughs) um, that's one of the other services that we're providing. Um, to go back a little bit and talk about hospice, our, our main thing, one of the, the important things that we do is we do have bereavement services available. Um, of course, during the, the progression of the individual's disease, we have a social worker who's available to help the family. Um, but after that, we also have bereavement services available. And that is not specific just to hospice. That's open to all of Fremont County. 
Um, we have a lot of loss and a lot of sadness around Fremont County. So uh, we do serve a bereavement group. Uh, it's every other Monday here in Riverton and then every other Monday in Lander. Sorry, I had to think about that. <laughs> um, and so our social worker does do that as well. Uh, we also offer up to 13 months of bereavement services for our clientele um, to help the family kind of get back on their feet, to teach them healthy mourning and grieving, um, just so that they know that they're not alone and that there is somebody there for them. Uh, the bereavement services have just kind of really expanded. It's something that we offer to anybody. So um, again, you can either call Kim at 856-1206 or even the local senior centers, they can help. Uh, let you know when they're going to be at each specific one. Um, they're usually at 1.30 in the afternoons on Mondays. It's it's open, so there's people there that are, are grieving the same way. Uh, maybe not the same loss, but they're learning to have healthy coping mechanisms as well. Um, so that's really important. That's something that I'm so glad that we offer, not only just to our, our clientele, but to the whole community mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely would recommend anybody who needs that. You can, again, call Kim at 856-1206. She, um, she can meet with you one-on-one if you're not comfortable going to a group. It, it's all about learning how to cope with things health, healthy. Excuse me. <laughs> healthily. <laughs> Maybe I need to learn how to talk. <laughs> well, I guess I'm just, like, blown away where we often just think of a building being a building. But mm-hmm. you guys are reaching out so far in the community, and I just mm-hmm. really appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, you know, our, our tax dollars did pay for this, but you guys are definitely doing a huge service for this community and how open it is, and that that's really amazing to hear. So, um, so kind of my... Uh, question that I'm ending in each of these episodes with is what your dream is for Riverton. It doesn't necessarily have to be related to um, health, help for health, but just what your dream is, where we're going, and that kind of stuff. Um, well, personally, I would like to see our, our community, in, and it is starting to be re- revitalized, to get more of that community sense People out on the street, people walking, more healthy. Um, we all tootle around in our cars, and we only go two blocks. <laughs> <laughs> so personally, I'd like to see more, you know, just the path that we're continuing to, that we're starting to rebuild. Um, I love what's going on in City Park and things like that, and just all the businesses getting involved and and the, the business after hours and things like that. Yes. You don't have to be a business to do that. Yep. You can go see what that business is doing. And Help for Health does host those. And we have a Cocktails and Colleagues once a quarter or so that Riley puts together. And it's kind of the same premise, of just like the business after hours. Speaking of which, I forgot to, I'm going to interrupt us on that. Do you guys have a Facebook that people can find those kind of events at and that kind of stuff? Yes, we do. Okay. And what is it just um, Help for Health? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. So make sure you go follow them to get to be able to find out about those events and stuff, correct? Right. You okay. can also um, check out our um, webpage, which is the Help for Health, WY for Wyoming.com. Okay, perfect. Yep. Perfect. Help help for health. The, the H is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, very good. And I, I agree with you. Like, I, we are definitely going down this path, and we do need to walk a little more. We do. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Riley? Um, you know, I, I think we're definitely moving in the right direction. Um, I think for me as a, a younger generation, I think economic development is extremely important. 
Um, this is my home. I want to stay here. I want to be here. Um, I want not only myself to be able to have a good career, but I want my husband to be able to find, you know, a good career as well. I want my kids to be able to grow up safe here. Um, so I think the economic development is a big thing for me as an upcoming generation, I guess you would say. Um, and I think we are going in the right direction. We have all sorts of fun things coming up everywhere I look. There's, you know, Sutherland's and the new burger joint, and I hear there's new pharmacy and, um, you know, we're doing lots of fun things at city park and, um, you know, I'm even starting to love the skate park. I, (laughs) I I don't live too far from there. And every once in a while, if we go on a walk or something, I I like to sit and just watch. I'm like, you know, that's a lot of fun that that used to not be a thing. Right. Um, you know, I, the last couple mornings I've been taking my little guy, I need to go stop afterwards, but I've been taking my little guy to school and, um, there's a guy who walks around the park every morning and picks up garbage. Oh. Like he has a little um, claw and he's just been picking up garbage. I don't know who he is. And I think he's just a civilian just out there cleaning yeah. up our park. But wow. that's that's like pride in our community. Absolutely. And um, I yeah, the and that's the center of our town and we should be taking care of it. So absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And we have lots of uh, amazing, amazing groups out there. I yep. mean, I, I keep telling them I'm going to go help with that picking trash and uh, picking trash that yes. Rebecca and Corey are doing. Yes. yes it's <laughs> such an amazing thing. I, I just, I'm so astonished by it. The the community members, I'm, I'm so proud of them. And yes. I wish I need to get out there. <laughs> you know, and that's even, it is, I think one of the cool things that's happened with that group is that they'll call out when other people go pick up trash too. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even the, if you can't make it their time, like just go pick up mm-hmm. trash and yeah. let them know. And they'll post it on the Facebook, take a picture and they'll put, pay, post it. Absolutely. So, cause the reality, and it's exactly goes back to the beginning of hospice. Like mm-hmm. this was one person's dream to make people's lives better. And we can all make that difference no matter where it is. So, Absolutely. Big and small. Very good. Um, I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming and make sure you go like or yeah, coming and visiting. Uh, make sure you go like the Facebook page, Help for Health, and the Denim and Diamonds event on November 2nd. I'm just, I'm going to keep testing you. At St. Margaret's <laughs> See if it changes or not. <laughs> at, at 6 p.m. I have all the rest of the notes written there, but not that. <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Today's Local Lady Podcast is brought to you by Brown Sugar Coffee Roastery. Make sure you go like Brown Sugar on Facebook. They have many different events coming up, like on October 18th, they're having an event unplugged with live music performed by local musicians uh, with a sign-up. They have drink specials every week and all kinds of new events going on, so make sure you go like them on Facebook and keep up with all of the activities going on at Brown Sugar. Hey, Fremont County. This is Corey G. Rota, and it's time we had a few serious conversations. Racial tension, homelessness, substance abuse, issues facing our veterans, issues facing our youth. These are just a few of the topics we hear about regularly living in central Wyoming. How can we fix them? I think first we need to understand them, and that all starts with the conversation. That's why I decided to create the Fremont County Conversations podcast. We'll sit down with an array of locals and dive into all the issues affecting day-to-day life in Riverton Land or in the Wind River Indian Reservation. Change can start with a simple conversation, and we're going to have that conversation right here. I hope you'll join me. Like TenCast on Facebook or Twitter, and keep watching for the Fremont County Conversations podcast soon.